This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Gracie and you, Dominic, you know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say, you need to talk to Dominic Carter, because you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league, and I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level, so that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 7. 77 WABC. And good morning. Good morning. Good Monday morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hope you folks had a wonderful and great weekend. I really do hope that you enjoyed it and made the best of it. So we have a lot to get to this morning. First of all, I, I, you know, I, maybe I'm, maybe I'm fantasizing about having young kids back in my life since my kids are older, but a real good, positive, feel good story out of Florida, a firefighter stepping up to adopt a baby. Wait until you hear his story. He wants to remain nameless, but. There is disgust right here in New York. There are some things you don't joke about. Bears repeating. There are some things you don't joke about. At the New York City Pride March, many revelers are dismissing the chant the chant, as a harmless jab at anti-gay activists. One, one member of the gay community says, it's all in good fun. This is a longtime parade veteran who called herself a huge supporter of drag. If you're taking it like that, then that's a you problem not an us problem. Bears repeating. The woman says, if you're taking it like that, then it's a you problem, not an us problem. You cannot make this up, what I'm about to tell you. Drag queens chanting. Some some people near Tompkins Square Park, not all, some chanting, we're coming for your Kids hurting gay rights. The chant, we're here, we're queer, we're coming for your children. Why would you do that? It's sick, perverted, and you only hurt yourself setting back your own movement. 
I want to throw up. I really want to throw up. That's how bad it is. Oh, we're joking. We're playing. You don't you don't joke about something like that. You don't you don't play with something like that. If you're going to go that far, you might as well pull out the child pornography films of which the feds will arrest you on the spot. And there's long prison time that's associated with that. You don't joke about things like that. What That's what they're saying. I don't think they were joking based on the chant. We're here. We're queer. We're coming for your children. Local politicians uh, parade in general, in general, uh, attended Senator Charles Schumer, Governor Kathy Hochul, Mayor Eric Adams, the Reverend Dow Sharpton. As uh, the parade took place, and it commemorates the June 1969 riots at the Greenwich Village Stonewall Inn that sparked the movement for LGBTQ rights. Table that for a moment. We're going to open up the phone lines right now. 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Table this for just one moment. Sometimes things happen for a reason. The stars align in a positive way. A Florida firefighter has adopted an adorable baby girl he discovered in an infant drop box back in January. To be frank with you folks, I did not even know I had heard something about it, but I didn't know that they actually have drop boxes for babies so that the the children, the babies, are not harmed, that the parents have a place to turn to. So this firefighter who did not want to be identified heard uh, at his station that he works around 2 a.m., He heard a sound, which meant that someone had deposited a child into the building's safe haven baby box, although false alarms were common. But after looking inside, the firefighter saw a tiny, tiny, that is, infant girl that he would later name Zoe. And Zoe was calmly holding a bottle and looking up at him. And the firefighter says that she had a little bottle with her and she was just chilling. I picked her up and held her. We locked eyes and that was it. I've loved her ever since that moment. You know Hollywood is coming. This is a Hollywood story if there ever was one. Now the firefighter, it it gets even better. He and his wife had struggled to conceive a child for the better part of a decade. So imagine this encounter. Now, he says that he didn't call his wife right away because he didn't want to wake her up, but he knew she'd be on board with his plan. He says, the firefighter, the way I found her, this was God helping us out. I agree. I really do. The firefighter says he's sharing his story in the hope 
that the child's mother would see it and find comfort knowing that her daughter was in a nurturing environment. Quoting the firefighter, we want her to know that her child is taken care of and that she's loved beyond words. According to Safe Haven's website, there are currently 148 boxes around the country and 31 infants have been surrendered in them. The program's founder, a woman by the name of Monica Kessley, thanked the unknown mother for leaving the child in a safe place after Zoe was discovered. This quote is important. I'm going to quote the executive director here. We want to address the parents who legally surrendered this infant. And right now I'm going to talk directly to her or him. Thank you. Thank you for keeping your child safe. Thank you for bringing your child to a place that you knew was going to take care of this child. And thank you for doing what you felt was best. Was best. And, you know, my, my kids are grown. But I, I, want to, uh, I want to hear from you folks regarding uh, whether you've done anything like this before in your life, stepping up in, in the lives of others to help others, an infant to become a voice for the voiceless. The older I get, this is something that I wish I could do. I've thought about, I've thought about foster children, bringing in foster children, either very young or or teenagers, which are, are uh, the experts say are more difficult to deal with, uh, but they're more they're more of them. The babies uh, go pretty often, pretty fast. And, uh, you know, maybe I'm romanticizing the idea, but I just think this is a wonderful story. I am going to start with your telephone calls on this Monday morning. And wait until I tell you. We're going to focus on uh, Governor David Patterson in a moment. He's doing the right thing. We are going to focus on the new weapon of choice for criminals, a blowtorch. I'm going to tell you. I mentioned this the other night, what they did in Detroit with a blowtorch, what they did right here in our backyard at a Walgreens with a blowtorch. It is the new weapon of choice for, as Bob Grant would say, these maggots. And that's what they are. That's what they are. So New York State, is looking to pass the, um, for the governor's signature, Clean Slate Act, automatically sealing most criminal records after ex-cons serve their sentences. Governor Patterson says, no, no, no. I agree with the governor. This is not the time. This is not the time for some sweetheart deal for criminal. excuse me, for the latest sweetheart deal for criminals. We've got shoplifting, quality of life crimes, and you want to 
wipe clean the record of uh, serial criminals. Governor Patterson says that is a mistake. Let's start with your telephone calls, a number of issues we're going to. I'm, I'm really going to break down how it's so bad the criminals know that the politicians are so on their side, they are using blowtorches from Queens to Detroit, Michigan. Let's start with Neil on Staten Island. Good morning, Neil. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dom. You know, when you say that they're chanting, they're coming for your kids, they're 100% right. They are coming for the kids. They're not taught to read or write the kids, so they might as well be taught about uh, drag queens. What else are they doing in the school? They're not doing anything. You know, the governor's making a speech saying that it's rights for all. And yet I'm watching dozens of naked men in the parade, some on bicycles, some walking, little kids with their parents, and they're throwing their junk in their face. This is like the biggest toilet there is, this gay parade, pride parade. I, I think there was more law and order during Caligula than there is now. It's terrible. Wow. Well, the, the oh, boy. You, you know, Neil, uh, the, I, I, I do have a problem with, uh, with watching men with thongs on, and that's the only thing that they have on. When I say I have a problem with it, I, let me correct myself. I have a problem with men in thongs and full public view, and that's the only thing that they have on. Now, and maybe a, a gay pride parade, uh, 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 something, you know, stamp or whatever flag. If you want to, if you're a man and you want to wear a thong under your pants, go for it. If you want to wear a thong and you have on something else, you're a man, go for it. But I have to be honest, folks, and there's no other way to say this. Ill. That's the be- That's the way it looks. And Neil, you're right. You know these these guys are. Listen, I, again, Neil, and I'm going to get 15 emails for this. But I am a big supporter of the gay community. I am not a supporter of some of the flamboyance that goes on at the parade, Neil. And so, Neil, you actually saw the kids out there. I saw naked men, totally naked. Nobody got arrested. It was it was incredible. Wait, wait, I, I wait, 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 Neil, Neil. I saw them with the thong on. You're telling me they were naked? Yes, I saw naked men, totally naked. Were you out there, or you saw this? You couldn't have seen that on TV. I was there. I was oh, there. oh, okay. Well, how I was, was it? How was it? What made you attend? I, I thought I'd go. I, I was I was visiting a friend in the city. And I said, you know what? Let me go take a look. See, and uh, and I went down there. Uh, it 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 it's the last time I'm going to go. That's for sure. I mean, it, it's like a toilet, the city. I I I don't know why I went. I got, probably I'm I'm crazy just for going into the city. Well, I I don't I don't think you're crazy for going. Um, to be honest with you, Neil, I think that that we should support the gay community. Uh, by by uh by showing up, but um, but it, it was. Too, it, I, I, I have relatives that are gay. I mean, right. I, I'm sorry, not against gay people. Right. But the it like that, I mean, there comes to a point where it's just at, at a total decency. It's, it's ridiculous. Nobody says anything. Nobody gets arrested. How does a guy walking around naked not get arrested in the city? And so wait, I mean, what, he was walking in the middle of the parade or he was on the side? In the parade. Wow. In the parade. Wow. Let's get arrested. It's, it's amazing. Just amazing. 
Anyway, have a great night, Doc. Well, Neil, thank you very much calling from Staten Island this morning. Let's go from Staten Island to Jersey City. Let's say good morning to Robbie. Good morning, Robbie. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hey, buddy, Dominic, how are you? I'm um, well. Thank you. Go right idea, ahead. That whole idea about the uh, we're coming for your children, I looked up uh, the Gay Manifesto. I'm not trying to cross lines, but I'm trying to tell you what they have out there for people to read. The Gay Manifesto will tell you exactly how they want to pervert our children in different areas of life, whether it's in the library, schools, wherever it be. They okay, well, be wait, wait, Robbie, Robbie, how do you know that that is an, an official uh, manifesto? I mean, that could just be one person's opinion. True. Let's, uh, the name was Michael Swift in 1987, but it, it falls into place. As far as what they're doing, trying to uh, climb up the ladder of politics and then change the laws as they go through, you know, uh, I can also quote you one scripture real quick in the book of Isaiah, verse nine. Well, I, I'm going to let you do it, Robbie. But the reason why I don't like okay. doing that is because everybody can quote scripture to back up whatever they right. want. But go ahead. OK, uh, Isaiah uh, chapter three, verse nine. The look on their faces testifies against them. They parade their sin like Sodom. They do not hide it. Woe to them. They have brought disaster upon themselves. Now, granted, I, I've worked with gay people, but there was a line that we didn't cross. I it was agree. like, listen, Robbie, you I know, agree. you're straight, and I'm this way. And I said, listen, if I see you, if you need help, give me a call. I'll help you. I'll do whatever I can. But testing on children and doing these crazy things, uh, what happens? All of a sudden, children will be confused, and they'll think that uh, what's right is wrong and what's up is down. But, right. Uh, well, thank you, you very much for thank the show. You, Robbie. You, you know, we're, we're way, way, way past that, Robbie. You know, what, what's, yeah. up and, what's up is down and what's right is left, and, and we're all confused. That, that's where we are right now. And I, I, think it's a, I think it's wonderful that the gay community can have a parade, but but again, uh, you know, men walking around, grown men walking around with thongs on, uh, showing us all uh, that nature uh, provided to them. And that's that's just a bit much. Why do we have to go that far? Leave something. for. The, I, I feel like I'm talking uh, to a female right now. Leave something for the imagination. Let's go to Carol in New Jersey. Good morning, Carol. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hi there, Dominic. I was calling about your, your story about uh, that little child. Yes. That, uh, firefighter. Yes. Is he a firefighter? Yes. 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 Um, that he's adopted. I think that's a wonderful story. And, um, you know, I, I don't have any children and I'm not married. And I, I wonder if I was... Uh, if I were confronted with that type of situation, would I do something like that? I think I might, actually. I, I would hope, Carol, that most of us would. So you're telling me yeah, yeah. If, if if you were near a uh, child drop box and they have, they have them oh, throughout the God. country and an infant was left there, uh, if you could legally, you, you would consider holding on to the child? Of course, of course. And my situation is not that wonderful myself either. I have a friend that's paying for me to live in a hotel because I was living with my cousin 
who got put in a nursing home, and I was locked out of those, the building. I wasn't allowed back in there anymore. And I lost most of my belongings, too. I had to buy all new things again. Wow. And I'm not even working. I'm a retired person. Wow. Well, I'm sorry to hear that, Carol. And I, I really do hope that everything works out. Thank you for the call. Dominic Carney here with you folks. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Audrey in Brooklyn. Good morning, Audrey. Hey, Audrey, I'm going to turn the tide on you right now. How was your weekend? <laughs> Fantastic. And after that report of the fireman, made my day. That was biblical. That was wonderful. I remember years ago, that's what people used to do instead of killing their babies, you know, like throwing them in the woods and, you know, just that. But that was just so touching. But I was at the parade. I didn't see nobody naked. And I go to that parade every year because I have um, uh, plenty of gay friends and lesbian friends. But I've I never seen a gay person. Maybe he was imagining it. I wait, don't wait, know. You, wait you, you just said you never seen a gay person. You mean you meant to say you never saw a naked, a naked person at the parade? At the parade. And there was none there this year. And I was there from Fifth Avenue. And we even went over to Stonewall because I danced there all on Saturday night. That's why I'm tired today. But that was the most touching story ever. I just wondered, I mean, does anybody consider the children that are being raised by same-sex parents, does all this, this, this um, you know, nonsense that they're talking, do they realize that it can affect them also? Not the fact that they have two, you know, parents that are the same sex, but, you know, I just don't understand why everybody got to pick on everybody. Just let it be. Because you know what? The bottom line, God makes all the rules. And how was your weekend? <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice and quiet, Audrey. So wait, one more time now. So you were down at the Stonewall Inn, and you said you were down there dancing? Yes. Okay. Night, yes. And you I had did, fun? I danced my little shoes off. I do it every year because a lot of my friends, um, before the um the AIDS epidemic, I used to, I, I only hung out with gay people because they didn't bother you. You know, if you want to, I used to party at this club called The Garage. And if you wanted to dance, you dance. You didn't have to wait for somebody to come and ask you to dance. And I've been a dancer since I was two years old. I had a great time. Okay, and so I, wait a minute, Audrey. Before I let you go, what is it like at the uh, gay parade? It's a lot of gay people. <laughs> it's it's just fun. You know, it's just, I, I just see people just being proud of who they are, coming from all types of states. And I'm not gay. I love me some men, strictly men, but um, I love people. It was just fun. Just so so gay pride is on full display. Yeah, that's what it is. Okay. And why not? Everybody has their, their voice and do what they want. As long as they're not hurting anybody. But that fireman, God bless him and his wife. Yes. Well, thank you for the call, Audrey. Now, what what I did see because I saw it on uh, in some of the papers, I saw it uh, on television, uh, tight shots or wide shots, I should say. Uh, some men, not not many, but some men walking around in thongs. I I I just I I don't understand. I I get it with the with the freedom with the freedom to be proudly gay particularly, you know, in New York City at this time. But I I I don't I don't it that part is taking it to an entirely different level. And then to chant, to actually chant. We played it for you at the top of the show. We're gonna play it again at the bottom of the hour. To chant, we're here, we're queer we're coming for your children. Completely inappropriate. It is sick. 
perverted. Let's see what LQ in the Bronx has to say. Good morning, LQ. What's on your mind? Uh, good morning. Hope you had a good weekend also, uh, Dominic. Same uh, to you. To me, this is, um, is confrontational on a, almost the side of uh, politics. My thing is uh, about four or five months ago, Norman invited me to that uh, library reading downtown uh, with Letitia James reading uh, in the library, which is basically it's already they already came for our children. And that, you know, I'm not trying to but. Uh, it's basically similar to the same thing, gay and so forth. To, uh, my thing is, like you said, that uh, like I said before, the taxes uh, that's involved, you know, and so forth. You could enjoy the parade, and the children are there, and everybody's out there. They had a pretty good, nice time. But to uh, force us to pay millions and millions for all this stuff is calling other people that biblically disagree with it. That's my my problem. Right, with but but, you, but wait, 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 wait. Me, you and I had this. You and I had this issue the other day. You can't cherry pick which parade you want taxpayers to pay for. That that's not fair and it's not right. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that, Dominic. It could go either way for whatever it is. You know, if you okay, have a okay. So LQ, so LQ, LQ, LQ. Some taxpayers say we don't want any taxpayers taxpayer dollars going to pay for a black parade. Then what? Okay, this is not some. This is to talk about millions of people, Dominic. Okay. Millions of people disagree with it, and the pay. Okay, but, but LQ, but wait, but LQ, listen, you had me until you started this again. How do you simply because you don't agree with it, tax day, taxpayer dollars are not supposed to be used? And because they had this is strong, strong feelings, and millions of people. And they have felt strongly about it. And they have American right, whether whatever you believe in, just talk on it. It's okay. not fighting. It's a being peaceful protest and speak on it. That's American, Dominic. No, but but that but that's not fair, man. You can't say um, have a parade for this, 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 and that, but not for the gay people. Do you really think that no, that's I, fair? I, I, that's what you're saying, LQ. Whether you really, it's not the same well, numbers. Okay, t- not tell me how numbers. it's different. You can have a parade it's, for this, 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 but not for gay people. It's, um, if, if you give an a, a estimate of how many people are... LQ, you, LQ, uh, LQ, know, LQ, LQ, please, LQ, 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 please don't tell me, uh, please don't tell me the amount of people that disagree. Just uh, listen to my simple premise. You can have a parade for this, 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 and that, but not for gay people. Does that sound right okay, to you? What about the... Dominic, what about the reading of the library with the teacher, the teacher James? We're paying taxes for that, so we don't have a right to. Uh, you're, you're, yeah, to you, you can you can voice your opposition, but I mean, come on, man, we have to be fair. Again, for the third time, you can't say you can have a parade for this, 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 and black. I mean, not, excuse me, and gay people. Uh, we'll pass on that. You think that's this fair? Is it, is it? Just tell me if I you think that's fair. LQ, I don't deal in double talk. I asked you if you think that's fair. That, yes, I think it's fair to okay. them to speak up, not to pay the money for okay. it. Okay, all right, okay, all right. So you want it both ways. But I wonder, LQ, no. if you, I wonder if you would say that if your brother was gay. I wonder if you would say that if your sister was, was gay. I wonder if you would say that if one of your parents were, were gay. 
I think you would take a different approach. But I, but I hear you. I hear you, LQ. Thank you for your call. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. When we come back, we're going to John and Stony Point, Ed, Staten Island, Tim and Queens. I'm going to update you on the new weapon of choice for, quoting Bob Grant, these maggots happens to be a blowtorch from Detroit to Queens. We'll also let you hear what Governor David Patterson had to say on the Cats Roundtable Sunday morning. Dominic Carter here with you. We will be right back. Talk Radio 77 This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory... Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And we are back. Hey, buddy, do you have a blowtorch? Can I borrow your blowtorch? I want to commit a crime, either in Queens or in Detroit, and I need a blowtorch. That's the new weapon of choice for these animals. New weapon of choice. A uh, shoplifter in Queens, you know how they lock everything up and we're all inconvenienced because of the animals? Well, uh, a shoplifter found a rather unique way to steal. And he fired up a blowtorch. You cannot make this up. Fired up a blowtorch to melt the plastic of the locked cases. A Queens Walgreens, right? And once the plastic melted, he shoved the items into his bag and stole almost $500 worth of skin care products. I guess for the criminal, it's easier to move that stuff on the Internet. This was from an, uh, a, a Walgreens in East Elmhurst. The guy wore a surgical mask and a hoodie and did this in the middle of the day. By the way... According to one survey, about 75% of Americans are now forced to shop in stores where products are locked up. Folks, when I go to the store, I have no patience, zero patience. So I'm the guy that when I go to uh, Walmart, they have a service where you can order in advance. I'm that guy where you have to spend a minimum amount where I can pull up into the uh, park space two minutes later the person brings out all my items. I put them into the uh, back of my car, and I'm gone. I have zero patience. So imagine what happens when I walk into, and as a matter of fact, I had a bad experience at a Walgreens over the weekend. I went to the pharmacies to buy some uh, the pharmacy to buy some Z-Attack, 
And I don't know the attitude of the American worker. The pharmacists had a bad attitude. There was no one dealing with the customers. They just and just left you standing there waiting. But that's neither here nor there. So I told you one story about the uh, the blowtorch. Then you got the guy in Detroit. I mentioned this last week. This guy, right? According to what he says, the guy the guy that he did this to is accused of a sexual crime against a woman. The police have not confirmed that they're investigating. What does this rocket scientist do? What does this animal do? He takes gasoline with the clerk inside the gas station, pours it in the entrance, and uses a blowtorch to light it on fire. 35-year-old man arrested, African-American. I I don't know what this man was thinking. Someone else could have been in the gas station. But the blowtorch seems to be the new welcome, the new weapon of choice. Let's continue with your telephone calls. Let's go to Tim in Queens, and then I'm going to go to Ed in Staten Island. Good morning, Tim. What's on your mind? Hey, Dominic. Great show as always. Thank really you. Really one of my favorites on this on this channel. Um, Thank you. So about the about the LGBT Pride Parade. Look, it went from being you know the last Sunday in June they get a parade. That's fine. Okay, wonderful. Everybody gets their their day in the sun. But it became so overblown where it's now an entire month everywhere you go from Rockefeller Center to Macy's to the subway to the bank. It's just too much. It's overblown. And secondly, okay, I would wait, 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 Tim, Tim, Tim. Which one of us gets to decide when too much is too much? You know, I look. They say I, they say there's always different heritage months, right? Like it's just in your face all the time. Like, isn't there isn't there a limit to things? Like, okay. Great, it's Gay Pride Week, whatever. But like last month was May, was Jewish. I, I happen to be Jewish. Last month was, um, I guess, Jewish Heritage Month. Nobody. I mean, I don't care personally. I'm not. Inch, I don't. It doesn't bother me. But like, you know, we didn't have that going the whole month. Or I guess February is Black History Month. Like, it just feels like June has become just totally inundated with this stuff. I I I hear you. I I hear you. Now, we just respectfully disagree. I, 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 I am, I, I hear you. Okay. When I say I, I disagree a little bit, I, I, um, I think it's a little too much as well, but, but I support the gay community and I know how important it is for them to feel equal, to feel that they're in as, as important as anyone else. Does it go too far? Yes, it does go yeah. too far. It does go too far, Tim. It, it does. And, it does. And can I can go I just add one more quick go ahead, thing? Quickly, go ahead. Um, the other the other issue I have is like, you know, and I would say this if it was a straight pride parade. I don't think having all these scantily clad people gyrating themselves in a sexually provocative manner in front of children is appropriate. I don't think it's an appropriate place. It's it's fine for adults, but I don't think it's an appropriate place. For I agree with you, but let me give you the flip side. If it were a bunch of women in bikinis, would we complain then? I would, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want, want children there. I hear you. I, I, I hear you on that one. <laughs> I, I hear you on that one. 
I, 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 I understand. Thank you, Tim. Thank you for the call. Ed on Staten Island. Good morning, Ed. What's on your mind? Hey, Dominic. How are you? Good, good. Go right ahead, please. My mother had an uncle who was a firefighter, and in 1979, uh, he responded to a fire in the South Bronx, and he found an infant girl with a rope around her neck in the bathroom sink. Oh, boy. And he adopted her. Wow. And the, He adopted her? Yes. So now, and this is your uncle? My mom's uncle. Your mom's uncle. Did he tell you, was it, was it love at first sight when he saw the child? You know, um, I only saw the little girl once. Um, uh, my uncle's. My mother's uncle's name was Danny Scott, and uh, he and my dad never got along. Okay. So, so I saw her one time and one time only. He died in 2002, and his wife and the adopted daughter, who's now in her 30s. Wow. They moved south, down south someplace, and we kind of lost touch. So. Wow. So, so ha- Ed, It happens a lot. So, Ed, in light of that firefighter in Florida that saw this baby in a baby drop, and and you know love at first sight and and adopted her when him and his wife couldn't conceive. How does that make you feel when you when you discuss your mother's uncle here? Well, my my mom's in a nursing home, so I don't really. And she's uh, she's got Parkinson's disease, which is brought on dementia, so it's I'm very sorry difficult. To hear that. Yeah, you know, it's just this is life. It, right. Nobody prepares you for life in mid eighties. It just kind of sneaks up on you. Mm-hmm. But he was a real hero to our family. Well, look at that. Well, I'm. you made my, my morning telling me the story. Thank you for the call, Ed. I really do appreciate it. Ed, Staten Island, let's go to Simon in Brooklyn. Good morning, Simon. What's on your mind? Yeah, Dominic, how are you doing? I was speaking about the game. I watched, matter of fact, the, game, the, the Pride Parade today. It was very interesting. Everyone looked very happy. I know what people saying it's not for children, but... You know, it looked like the first time, you know, you have the LGBTQ movement, you have the gays, you have the lesbians. It looked like everyone's trying to outdo each other. And there was one float, which they had the gay guys on the float with the leather jackets and um, clean-shaven chest, and they were seeing the YMCA. And and, and each one, tr- uh, it was very interesting. Each one tried to outdo each other. And mm. everyone, you know, because there's so, there's so many minorities now in this in this field. You have so many different in the our in our days in the eighties and nineties you had on the gay and lesbian. Now you have so many different minorities out there. So it's it's very interesting. I'm gonna say if it's right, they're happy, they're enjoying it. You know, that's the main thing in life. They're enjoying themselves and they're all together and they're trying to does it have a smile on their face? You know, that that shows something. There's something there. You know, if it's everyone has their thing. But it was very, very um I mean it was interesting to me to to watch it. Simon, I, I thank you for the call. You say the parade was interesting, and, and, and it should be. But for what happened the other night, that's it's unacceptable. We're here. We're queer. We're coming for your children. Before I break for the Chronicles of uh, Dominic Carter, let's go to Bernie, Staten Island. Good morning, Bernie. What's on your mind? Good morning. Why not have shoplifters have a parade to show they're equal? Shoplifters. Pickpockets can have a parade. They're equal. Why not? Why have everybody have a parade? They're what, equal. What, what, what's the point, Bernie? I ask you a question. Bernie. Don't ask me. Bernie. I ask you, Dominic. 
Don't turn this around. Bernie, not, Bernie, Bernie, I, can, Bernie, Bernie, I, Bernie, Bernie, I, Bernie, I can answer the question in my sleep. I want you to respond before I do so. Do you want to respond or you don't? I ask you a question. What thank is you, your question? Thank what you for the call, Bernie. Thank you for the call. Bernie, take your discrimination, take your discrimination, and take your hatred of gays and take it somewhere else. How about that? How about that, Bernie? So you call up here and you ask a stupid question about why not have a parade for shoplifters, just come out and say you don't like gay people. I would have much more respect for you if you just put your cards on the table. When we come back, I'm going to tell you in the Chronicles of Dominic Carter, the story of an alligator. Oh, this alligator scared the life out of me. The video is online, Hilton Head, South Carolina. This alligator jumped out the water and chased a senior citizen aggressively. I'll be right back. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. OMG. OMG. Hilton Head, South Carolina. An elderly man fishing. Fishing rod in the lake. Here comes the alligator. The old man backs up. The alligator's approaching. The alligator doesn't just stay in the water. All caught on video, the alligator surges aggressively towards the senior citizen. This is along the bank of a pond in the usually quiet community of Hilton Head, South Carolina. And the video shows the man collecting his fishing pole and slowly retreating from the waterway, but the reptile climbs out of the water and lunges at a fast speed. I had heard alligators can be very, very fast, but I didn't believe it. I did not believe it. Now I know that it's true. If an alligator is chasing you, you better zigzag or you've got a problem, a big problem. So according to the University of Florida's Institute of Food and Agricultural Sciences, alligators are capable of running at speeds of 7.5 to 9 miles per hour for short distances. So after the elderly man made a quick right turn, the alligator seemed to say, eh, leave me. And the alligator then walked right, ran right back into the pond. And so in South Carolina, it's, I got a thing for alligators, folks. I am scared to death of alligators. So don't play a joke. Ha ha. Let's get a baby alligator and put him in Dominic's backyard. Oh, let's put him in Dominic's pool. Let's see the alligator. No, no, no. Because Matt Blaze, I may have a heart attack. And then that's well, it. How about a rubber alligator? No, 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 no. Not funny. Don't do it. <laughs> Not funny at all. Hey, and you know what, Matt Blaze? I got some luck with trees. Remember, Uh-oh. remember uh, a year ago, the tree fell down, and that's right, right. Right now, a kid from the projects. I don't know anything about tre- trees. Are supposed to stand up and stay up forever for you know for a hundred years, right? That's true. I live in a house that's surrounded by about, I'd say, fifty, sixty trees, right? Wow. 
So I had one tree that's leaning over to dri- the driveway. So a guy quotes me, I'm told the excellent price. Sir, I will cut all your trees down, the three that need to be taken down, plus one that's over there. I will do it for $2,700, right? Three trees. Three trees. Big trees. Uh, depends on how you define big, but yes, big. So one was leaning, and I said, well, I don't have to do it just yet. I can wait until the end of the summer. I don't want to spend the money. So I go to gas up at Costco's, right, to come to work this week, right, save a little bit of money. I come back, and I look, and guess what? The tree that was leaning. Timber. (laughs) Timber. So the guy's coming tomorrow. All he's he's gonna leave the chop up the tree and leave it for firewood and take all the branches away and he's still shaking me down to cut the other trees. Okay, because it's part of a deal. Part of a deal. That twenty seven hundred. Right, but I'm not. Yeah, but I'm not down with the twenty seven hundred right now. Well, so, what what shape are the other trees in? Are they leaning? Do they, no, they're not leaning. Are they, you just want them removed. It just look. I'm told that they're dead. Because it it looks like the bears have climbed all the... You know how bears sometimes hide up in a tree? It looks like... But I'm told the trees are dead. It's it's all black and dark. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Why has that to be black? (laughs) (laughs) Donald loves that joke. He waits for me to say black just so he can throw that joke at me. But you know I'm only playing with you, I know. And so... But now what I'm worried about, though, is the trees that... I'm coming back to the alligator. And then we're going right back to the telephone calls. The trees that are up there, right... They could fall into the house. They could fall into the house. Right. They could yeah. fall into the pool. And it's like, man, I'm a brother from the hood to keep it real with you. And I got these trees falling all over the place. I, I had a lot of trees cut down around my house. I had the same thing. I had trees. I had a tree hanging over my pool, which leaves in the pool. Then when it, when it went up there, it was also leaning toward the house. The guy said, this branch is hollowed out. It would have fell on the right. house. So it's a right. good thing. You're taking it down. Then I had another tree. I got so many leaves. They go, get rid of this tree. Get rid of that tree. I cut down like four trees. But I thought we have to get a permit. No, <laughs> I don't. Not in New Jersey. I don't know about right. New York. In, in New York, I think. I think. But I'm not gonna. I'm not going to admit that on the radio. But anyway, so stay away from the alligators, folks. Because Matt, I'm telling you, if this old man would have fell, I would be it. it that would have been. This alligator was so aggressive. Yeah, and, and like you said, they are fast. Very fast. And you have to zigzag. You just All you got to do is make a quick turn, and they can't really go that quick. So that, that'll lose them. Look, just don't run in a circle. Look at the video online. It was the scariest thing I've ever seen. I've got a tremendous fear of alligators, of which my wife always says, I'm going to buy you an alligator. You're going to come downstairs or come upstairs, and it's going to be an alligator here waiting for you. She thinks it's very funny. I, I, I don't think it's funny. I used to have rubber alligators as a kid and play in the bathtub. Get you one of those. No, 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 no. Let's let's go back to the telephone calls. Uh, let's go to uh, Norman in Brooklyn. Thank you, Matt Blaze. Norman in Brooklyn, what's on your mind? Uh, what's on my mind? First thing, uh, alligators rarely attack people, but it's the crocodiles. The crocodiles, they're the bad boys. Hey, hey, but Norman, Norman, Norman. Does it really matter if it's an alligator or if it's a crocodile if he's eating? Oh them? yeah, because the croc, the allig- yeah, alligators are they have lots of food. Um, they tend not to attack people. Crocodiles tend to be loners and they hunt for what well, the big ones do for big game. 
but crocodiles is more of a problem for Australia and uh, Africa than in the United States. Anyway, we'll talk about that another time. Tom. Okay. We'll, we'll okay. add we'll add we'll add Big Max onto that. So okay. anyway, okay. But, but uh, just basically, just standing up for, for LQ before. Um, what LQ and I are are, are against, we're not against the, the, the gay, you know, the, the pride parade. We're against the same things that you're against, which is like the aberrant things that go on, like we're coming for your children, like Drag Queen Story Hour for children, which is paid for with taxpayer dollars. You know, these are the aberrant things that occur. And I, I personally, I have seen naked people. At the Pride Parade. I mean, it's it's been several years since I've gone because I, I I worked in the area, but you know I have seen you know dudes with you know their their butt cheeks hanging out wearing chaps. Okay, but wait, 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 Norman, Norman, wait, wait, Norman, that's not that's not that's not nude. You said you saw some dude with with the back. There's been there's been there's been. Norman, uh, I listen. I can only believe that gentleman called you. Okay, and, and, but, I can only Norman, believe that gentleman okay, called I you. I can but, only believe. I, but but let me just say this, Norman. I think it was in France, right? Um, I I was told there was a nude beach, and I wanted to go, and I did it. Right, my wife wouldn't mm-hmm. do it. I did it. Right, because that's right. what I felt like doing. And so, right. it, it, so when you say nude to me, I mean in you your, mean in your birthday frontal. suit, right? Full frontal. Right. That's nude. Now, I, it, now it, I thought listen, it, it, it has thought, occurred. It has occurred. I, you know, I, I, I have seen I have seen butts. I don't recall seeing full frontal, but, I, you know, for that gentleman that called you before, I'm sure he was not delusional. I'm sure he saw full frontal. Like, well, next yeah, time he calls I'm up, sure you can that's ask something, him to I'm sure that's that. something that you don't forget. But what, 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 what startled me about France, Norman, mm-hmm. was that the, the young girls, like, like here in America, they wear a top. But in France, they did not. And I thought that was, I mean, I just couldn't, oh, it was, you know, I'm I'm not going to get into development and all that stuff. I'm just going to say the young ladies, (laughs) the the young, young ladies, they, they, they had on, they did not have on tops. But anyway, so, so Norman, uh, so you, so you're, you're defending LQ. All I I'm am saying LQ because okay, me and LQ went to the like you you were you were saying things like the African parade and you know a black you know black parade you know whatever African American would you be against that? Well, I, I didn't see a naked butt at the African parade when I went with when I went with LQ. I don't see I don't see that at the Israel Day parade. You know, right. it, 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 they, they do push the envelope on you know the body. That that that's one thing you see at the Pride parade. Okay. All right. Fair enough, Norman. Thank you, and I look forward to chatting with LQ in the future. Robert in Brooklyn, good evening. What's on your mind? Yeah, I was going to ask you, what kind of trees do you have on your property? Hey, Robert, how would I know what kind of tree it is? Is, Okay, I'm going to tell you because the maple trees are more susceptible to disease, carpenterants, termites. Even okay. woodpeckers, too. And over time, they hollow out, and they just, you know, branches fall off. Well, I, I have seen, like, the, the inside of some of them hollowing out. So, But, but Robert, yeah. hey, Robert, thank you for the call. I have no idea what type of trees these are. To be honest with you, I just, I, I didn't even realize there were so many trees until we started putting a money sign in front of them. Pamela in New Jersey. Good morning, Pamela. What's on your mind? Good morning. If you have three mature trees, like, you know, over 20 foot, $2,700 for three trees, that's a deal. Well, that's what the guy, hey, boy, Pamela, that's what the guy keeps telling me. But what if you don't have the $2,700? Is it still a a deal if you don't have the money? 
Well, a big tree is dangerous. Is, is yeah, you know, that's that's like, what they tell me. That's what they tell me, Pamela. Ugh. Versus your your life, but I, I, you know, I had I had a big tree uh, just like two years ago, and the guy gave me a deal. It was a little over three thousand. I was expecting uh, five thousand for one tree. Trunk, oh yeah, the trunk was it was huge, Pamela. And it was Pamela. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not having it for one tree. Oh yeah, this this was a big big baby. It, for, it, it had for, a huge for, trunk. For 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 <laughs> if it's gonna oh, cost yeah. me three thousand for one tree, I'm gonna tell Frank Morano, who's sitting right next to us, to come up for a swim, and then I'm gonna get him a beer, and then I'm gonna give him a chainsaw, and one of us is gonna climb up in the tree. And we thank you for the call, Pamela, and we're gonna start cutting that tree down. Good morning to you, Frank. And uh, my wife is gonna make sure my life insurance premiums are paid up. <laughs> Before I uh, make that trip up there, you know, I thought about you today oh, because you. you sent you forward you forwarded me the email on the gentleman who's a great guy in my area that helped me the last time right. with the trees. Uh, yeah, that's right. Who I was thinking of. As so you I'm looking at your I'm looking for your emails, and um, he's had some mishap in his family, so he couldn't come. But anyway, so at 9 a.m. in the morning, I'm spending hundreds of dollars that I don't have for a tree that fell to the side of the house, and thank God it didn't destroy the. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. I can relate. Believe me, I, I get it. I uh, there are some trees uh, that are on my property that the people that are building the house behind us cut down on their own, and we like those trees. We wanted those trees, right? Of course, there are trees on our property. What do you have coming up? All right, uh, half hour from now. Very excited. Big bad Bill O'Reilly will be coming on to talk about the presidential race, talk about his book, talk about a bunch of other issues in the news, and obviously this attempted coup in Russia. If that's what it was, that's made a lot of news. I'm going to go over it with George Beebe, who served in the government for 20 years as an intelligence analyst, a diplomat. He wrote the book on Russia that I think has proven to be the most prophetic and some other fun things as well we'll go through. So you'll be there at uh, what time this, this morning? About, <laughs> about 9, 9.15? <laughs> Folks, Frank Morano's coming up the other side of midnight right here on Talk Radio 77 WABC.